0: TV sports cautionary podcast is back and we've got J-Rob here today along with Jerry of course we're gonna break down NFL NFL all weekend West Coast 10 o'clock through 8 o'clock archer's butt on the couch some food gonna be watching football all day long and we're here to break it down for you guys get you guys pumped up for these games um First, before we get started here, Jerry, let let everyone know what they should go do. Uh,
1: you hit that subscribe button to get this pod in your feed, and then you don't have to remember to search for this every single week. Uh, give us a ring. Let us know what you think. Uh, and then check out Nick's Picks Pods, too. The new pod on 2TV Sports just recently dropped. He's putting out amazing content over there talking basketball and pop culture. And, you know, as always, Todd, you got to be checking out 2TVSports.com. Got a new lineup of articles coming out for this NBA season. The weekly spotlight dropping Sunday night, giving you the top ten games and must-watch games of the week, guys, including some NBA hot takes of the week and the Friday stock watch. J Rob, thrilled for you to be here for this wild card weekend. Some have said that it's the best weekend on the sport, on the football sports calendar. Uh, can't wait to get it going.
2: Six games. It has never happened before. It is going to be. An all out sprint to the finish, and I will be up extremely late on Sunday and Monday night working on the blitz for folks out there. But couldn't be more excited about it. We've got six straight games, and uh, you know, limited we're on take two of the pod already. We're uh, you know, tearing our hair out over here trying to get the takes out to the folks. So let's dive on
0: in. Perfect, I'm pumped to talk some football with you guys. We've been known to throw some hot takes out there. Um, Jay, Rob, what's the what's the best place to start here?
2: Well, we've got six games this weekend, and I want to get everyone's just you know super brief thoughts on each game. Uh, we've got uh, there's been talk of you know what's going to be your upset this weekend. I know this pod has a habit of picking upsets of the week, and there's there's always been uh at least one major upset it seems in the first round so if at any time when we talk about one of these six games someone wants to throw up their upset siren feel free uh but let's start in the afc uh we've got the red hot buffalo bills six state six straight 10 point wins uh coming in to take on the frisky question mark indianapolis
0: colts tosh yeah. give me your thoughts on this one dude I told I I said what was that was it three weeks ago that I told you guys the Bills are going to the Super Bowl, Um, and now is definitely not the time to jump to get off that stock. I mean that stock's what doubled in price since I bought it. I mean the Bills are legit. They've been playing the best football any team in the NFL. They just how many points did they hang on the Dolphins, who were supposedly had this great defense. I mean yeah, because the Dolphins really strike fear into your hearts. Dude, but the I mean, still the Bills are playing great football. The Colts, I, I, Jerry, I've been a Colts fan since day one too. They're my lock of the week, week one. And you know what they did? Yeah, they besides lost the Jackson fact though. that
1: you got off that, you got off the Colts in week two. We didn't even on this since day
0: one. You were off in day two. <laughs> <So you laughs> yeah, were I was, and so I mean, I so think the Colts could be. be with them the whole time. I think the Colts the Colts could be frisky, but I mean, Buffalo's my squad, and so I'm gonna be rolling with Buffalo in this matchup. I mean, I, you just can't. Buffs, yeah, listen, yeah, easy. yeah, because I, I mean, I sometimes football is
1: simpler than we really need to make it. Um, it's Josh Allen who is having an incredible season, even I'll admit that, um, versus Philip Rivers, who doesn't exactly sling the ball around the yard anymore. And I'm I'm thinking this is going to be his last game, so I don't see any reason to drive with the Colts on this one, even though they do have a good defense and Jonathan Taylor. Um, not Dude, he's going off. down the stretch, but yeah, he's been super hot. Like the last what was it, eight, ten weeks, um, he's been like the leading rusher slash touchdown naver. Um, I'd have, I'll double check that, but he's up there. He finished third. He,
2: he finished third in rushing yards this season behind Henry. And he was terrible the first five games. Yeah, he was so, he was so,
0: so slow and bit in, and slow and just not good. And then now he's just looks looks like the next. You know, great running back. So I mean, the Colts are a little frisky, I think, but man, Buffalo's good. So I, we're all on the Bills. Yeah, at least for this no, week, I'm on the Bills.
2: No upset sirens through game one, uh, which is you no. know uh, keep things interesting. Uh, so let's move on. We've got the Cleveland COVID Browns against the the Pittsburgh Dancing Gigi Smith Schusters. Uh, Pittsburgh minus six, so maybe a little bit of upset potential here. Uh, But at the same time, we don't know who's even going to show up to the field for the Browns on Sunday. Uh, So let's go back to Jerry here. What's your take?
1: Yeah, and and even with that, I mean, it doesn't even matter. The Browns have a fully healthy team. The Steelers didn't play anybody yesterday or last week and almost won. You could tell how, and I'm excited about this. There's no fucking way the Browns win this one. I mean, they won by two points with no Big Ben. They rested half their starters or half the game. Um, and it's a divisional game. And, like, we saw this before, too. I think it was uh, 2015 or 2016. I went to the Pats-Dolphins game cold as hell, like, freezing. Never should have gone. Absolutely. worst coldest I've ever been in my life. But the Vikings and Packers played Sunday Night Football that week. The Vikings had to win to get into the playoffs. They beat the Green Bay Packers. Guess what happened in the next week? Oh, it was a rematch. Packers versus the Vikings, and the Vikings got smacked. That's exactly what's going to happen this year. The Steelers are going to run, not run all over because they have zero-run game, but they're going to throw all over the Browns, and it's not even going to be a contest. I think this, this one has the blowout potential uh, of all the games.
2: I agree. Let me just you know uh, reemphasize. Uh, in the NFL, coaches matter. Um, we're all talking about Kevin Stefanski probably getting coach of the year here. Um, he's done an incredible job with this team. Uh, this team obviously just made the playoffs for the first time since 2002. I wanted to quickly run through the list of coaches that they've had since 2002 because it's a truly hilarious list. Uh, you have Butch Davis, who was the last guy to take them to the playoffs, Terry Rabiski, one and four, Romeo Cornell, um, as a former Patriots assistant, I don't have particularly strong feelings about him, Eric Mangini. Man Genius, a little, little bit there. Uh, you got Pat Shermer, who just went 9-23, uh, and then moved on to be one of the worst head coaches in New York Giants history as well. Uh, Rob Chizinski, I couldn't Chud. picture him. At the police <laughs> lineup. Big Chud. Mike Pettin, Chud. Uh, 10-22 and is a head Pat. coach.
1: Penn, Penn's a great, he's a good defensive <laughs> coordinator,
0: I'll give him that.
2: Yeah, I mean, you it's got so, so
0: nice for the Packers.
2: <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. is Vic Fangio though, and we've seen how he's panned out as a head coach so far. Yeah. Uh, and then the yeah. best one of all, obviously Hugh Jackson, uh, just a magical time. <laughs> three, three, thirty-six and one, a point oh eight eight winning percentage as the Browns' head coach. Uh, you that had Greg Williams. The time. Yeah, you had Greg Williams as an intern for six uh, for eight games, and then you had Freddie Kitchens, who was one of the biggest disasters ever. So I mean, Stefanski comes in. He's got a 688 winning percentage as the coach, uh, almost double what any of the other guys on that list just did. Uh, and he's not going to be there. Uh, I think that matters. Uh, I've got the Steelers big in this one. I don't like it. I don't think the Steelers are good. Uh, I think Juju's going to have to get his dancing out this week because they're going to be walloped at Buffalo. But as far as this yeah, game but goes, also, no ups, like, okay,
1: goes, I agree. Coaches do matter to an extent. And definitely not having Stefanski definitely hurts the Browns. Like, he's half the reason they're good. I don't know if you can put it all on Baker. Uh, but Mike Tomlin has been in the playoffs many, 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 many times, right? And he's a good coach, right? But in crunch time, uh, he doesn't always make the best decisions. So, and he hasn't always gotten the team but like, sometimes he's had the best team, they just haven't gone as far as they should. And so that kind of worries me. Not not really against the Browns in this game. I think I think we took care of the rest of the hand, as I was just
0: talking about. Uh, but I, I don't no, know, man. Uh, I like I liked this line of Pittsburgh minus four and a half. When I thought Cleveland was going to have their mm-hmm. coach, and now Cleveland doesn't have their coach. It's only a coach is only worth a point and a half. That that's I mean I think the coach is worth way more than that. Uh, i love Pittsburgh. Jarom, yeah. one one thing about the. Uh, the coach of the year that you're talking about. Uh, just want to get this out there. Matt LaFleur has gone 13 3 two years in a row and is not even in discussions coach of the year. Um, I'd like to get his I mean, name out there.
1: No, no, no. I think it's Aaron Rodgers, coach or MVP, best player. I think that's the reason, a lot of the reason that the record's so good. Dude, I think Aaron, He definitely has earned it. Also, Flores with the Dolphins, like, I know I know they didn't make the playoffs, but I mean, they still had a great season relative to the Dolphins. So, I mean, he should be in there.
2: Yeah, Definitely. I mean, it's really it's really a, an improvement award is generally how it's given. I like Lafleur; I think he's done a phenomenal job. Uh, but like you said, they had the exact same record last year, uh, whereas the Browns went 6-10. and 10. Uh, And if you look at the history of that award, it's pretty much gone to overachieving teams. Otherwise, Belichick would have won it 10 years straight. So uh, I think it's pretty much a no-brainer <laughs> that Stefanski's
0: taking it home this year. Yeah, so I mean the Browns are going to get smacked, and I I don't I think their Super Bowl was winning last week against the backup quarterback getting into <laughs> the playoffs for the first time yeah. in years. So, I um, guess you could say Super Bowl hangover for them uh, potentially. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna uh, they're gonna lose. And and the last game in the AFC is is I think the best one is Baltimore at Tennessee. Baltimore is favored by three. Um, I think that I think. I think Vegas wants everyone to bet on Tennessee in this game um, and it's going to work if it's minus three, but uh, it's just, it's hard to really know what to, I mean, Tennessee's lost twice or beaten Baltimore twice. Baltimore's lost Tennessee the last two times in the playoffs, like Lamar can't throw. I've been a huge thing, a proponent of that whole, uh, take bandwagon, like J-Rob, how do you see this one shaking down?
2: I think that, well, first of all, you're exactly right that uh, Tennessee is the sexy pick here, uh, being home dogs in the playoffs and and having an explosive potential like their offense does. Uh, I think the main reason to be scared, if you're betting Tennessee, is their just inability to stop anybody on defense the past month or so of the season. They've given up 78 points in their past two games. But they probably face two of the three or four guys in the league who can sling it as well as anyone in Rodgers. And that's how you beat this defense. They don't have a pass rush. Their secondary is pretty weak. Um, Sorry, Malcolm Butler. I'll I'll always love you. Uh, But uh, that's, that's how you exploit this defense, and that's not what the Ravens do. They're a running team. They led the league in rush yards, and they're obviously great at what they do. Uh, but it's not really where you exploit Tennessee if you're looking to put up a big number against them. And Tennessee's probably going to put up a pretty significant number. Uh, We've seen them run the ball down teams' throats pretty much all year. Uh, Henry just grinds defenses down, and that's exactly what he did to Baltimore the first time these two teams met this year. Uh, So that's kind of how I see it breaking down, and that's why I would lean Tennessee as well. But you're absolutely right. This is the best game of the weekend, and I'm going to be locked and loaded. Uh, Jerry, thoughts?
1: All right, let's see what's left to cover here. Yeah, this is definitely the best game of the week. It's gonna be Smash Mouth, grind it out, really close. I kind of like the line of three. I think it's gonna, not gonna be much, much you know, bigger than that. Um, it's interesting though, like Baltimore comes in looking really good, uh, but they haven't played that many tough opponents like coming in these last couple weeks. Tennessee has played, you know, you just said the best couple quarterbacks, and has looked pretty bad in the last couple weeks. Um, so it's kind of a tough measuring stick when they're coming into it. The last two games that Tennessee's won them, and they just, they did win on the road during the season, and now they're at home. Um, I think it's tough to beat one team three straight times in the NFL. And that's what the Tennessee Titans are going to do. And I know they're home dogs, but I think Lamar's been hearing all the noise that he can't throw. You know, he hasn't won the playoff game. He has this electric offense. I think it's his time. I don't know if they cover the three. I don't know if I would be betting this game. It might be a stay away game, but I do like the Ravens to pull ahead and win this game, you know, late. I think it's going to be close. I think Lamar does get to get his first playoff win this, this weekend.
2: It's going to be a good one. We're all looking forward to it. Uh, I, I'm Saturday night, I believe. So that's going to be, uh, the game that folks are all tuned into no Sunday scaries yet. Uh, going to be awesome. Um, uh, <laughs> Really looking forward to that, but uh, we haven't had any I guess that would be everyone's upset siren so far um, we we all kind of like Tennessee a little bit. It seems like Jerry might bet Baltimore uh,
0: but
1: yeah uh, I mean I just I just don't think Tennessee's gonna win that game. So if anything, it would be Tennessee to cover
0: Jerry's. Not Jerry's upset. been on the Baltimore bandwagon for a while now, ever since he predicted the uh, the the, the, Steelers. the class the classic Steelers Baltimore game before Baltimore got wiped Let Dats me get this out here. Let
1: me get this out here right now. If the Steelers win, uh, I'm not exactly sure what the matchup's going to be, you know, for the divisional round. But if it's if it's Steelers Ravens, I'm taking Ravens all day long in that matchup. No,
2: nah, the only way you're getting that is if Indy beats Buffalo. Otherwise, it's it's Pittsburgh yeah, Buffalo no yeah Yeah, i don't think i don't think pittsburgh uh lasts more than one round and really i don't think baltimore does either i think we're uh kind of destined for a a kc buffalo AFC championship uh don't want to tip my hand too early on that because we've got some other stuff to talk about (laughs) but that's the way i see it uh gonna have to kick it over to the nfc here uh three more games we'll see if any more sirens come out uh Let's start with the Seahawks. I know we've got a big uh, Seahawks crisis in Jerry's brain for the past month or so. Uh, and going against the team, I'm not sure who's playing quarterback, uh, but we've seen it twice already. So where does the needle fall this time around?
1: Yeah, well, this one's interesting, right? You're actually right. I do have a Seahawks crisis on my hands. So I really like them, and then they, you know, their defense was worrying me the whole time. They couldn't stop anybody, and in the last couple of weeks, uh, they haven't been giving up more than like 25, 20 points. So. They've been looking better, but the other thing is if it's Wilford or Goff, I don't think it really matters. I don't think like either quarterback gives them a distinct advantage. I don't think Goff's that much better than their backup, which is a whole separate issue. Uh, I think the Hawks win this. Uh, it's just a matter of, like, do the Rams keep it close with that defense with their I guess backup or Goff? Um, I think the Seahawks get by this round, but honestly, I don't hate it as an upset candidate because there's no way all the favorites win in, a, in the wild card weekend, that's why it's a wild card weekend. There's 16. You know, usually there's only four, and we see usually two to three. One to two upsets. You know, are here. So, uh, Dude, there's gotta Jerry, be one or two upsets
0: in here. That's exactly what I was saying. Is that there's going to be one or two games that that the upset wins. No one sees it coming, and yep. I don't know. It's hard for me to pick which one is who's going to do it. Cause I kind of like all the shock picks here. Um, <laughs> So some of these teams are gonna, some of these favorites are gonna lose, like the Saints did last year against the Vikings. Um, about the, the whole Jared Goff, Wolford thing, I know you said like that's a whole different subject, but let's talk about that subject for a second. All right, let's let's get it. If, if you're if you're if you're starting quarterback, who you paid a ton of money to, is questionably not better than John Wolford. I think it's time to move on. Time to figure yeah. out and get. Get someone else at quarterback, like. Hey, I, I could have you to move on to golf, like. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I saw the fear in up. that man's eyes.
2: Yeah, I saw the fear you, in that man's eyes in the Super Bowl two years ago. I mean, that's not the guy you want leading your
0: franchise. Exactly. Yeah. but it's like these teams will just be content with like trotting him out, like he's going to be fixed for whatever reason. And, and the other season.
1: team, the other thing like, is like he's squandering an all-time defense. So if you can't win. With that DD and an old time coach. and Donald front. Yeah, exactly. So if you can't win with golf, like you've gotta be moving on. Like I get you paid him, but you can find a trade partner. You can find a dumb team or a new GM that's like, oh
0: wow, Goff has to like, I've seen it. It happens every your number one pick. <laughs> dude, it happens every offseason that these guys get paid. It's about to be it's, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield can get paid and he's gonna be it's gonna be a disaster. Happened with Carson Wentz. It happens every year. It's time to stop paying these mediocre quarterbacks like they're future Hall of Famers.
1: If Sam Bradford can start for three or four different NFL teams, I think Jared Goff can find a new home. I don't think it's an issue. I mean, he'll
2: find a new Bradford home. If Sam Bradford can get but... traded for multiple number one picks, then Jared Goff can find a new home.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, about this game, I mean, this game was, it was a pick em game just two weeks ago. I get Goff was playing and all, but like we said, is Goff really that much better than Wilford? Like, I kind of like the rant. I, th- I think this is a close game. Um, I just don't. It picked Seattle I I mean, division games. The third, the
1: third division games, and I looked at. I mean, they're split, right? And They split one-one this season, so there's no edge in, in the in the. I like if the team goes two and zero, I don't like them to go 3-0 in season. I think that's really really hard <laughs> to do. But they went one and one. I think hmm. you got to go with a better team yeah. at this point. Is the
0: Hawks. Dude, but as as a Packer, I mean, I think the Rams are the better team, and I just think Seattle has a better quarterback. Um, Okay, yeah, that's fair. But I also, dude, as a Packer fan over the last, however since Russell Wilson's been playing, what is it, like seven years now? I mean, the Seahawks have been played in many games where it's made me scoreboard watch the Seahawks and watch (laughs) that game very intently, and this is just another example of that. I mean, I would badly love to see the Rams come into Lambeau Field and uh, us play the Rams instead of Tampa Bay. But, um, dude, every time I'm watching this, I mean, this, I don't think the Seahawks have played one normal game that I've been scoreboard watching them. It is always some craziness. Never. It's always close to Russell
1: Wilson. They're they always down the fourth. They, a, they, get, yeah. a,
0: they yeah. get some crazy lucky call. They make a 50-yard like. They're going to win the Seahawks. It's going to be a close game. They're, they probably shouldn't have won, and then at the end they're going to be Russell Wilson's going to be in, in the end zone praying. He's going to get the half. He's going to get the end the end of the game interview. He's going to be thanking God, and they're going to go into New Orleans probably and have a good shot to win that game. So I'm going with the Seahawks, but I think it'll be a close game.
2: Last note. Last note here. The. I see 2015 Broncos potential from this Rams defense in this particular game. Uh, wow. You've got, you've got at the end, I don't know if you guys saw, but at the end of the game uh, last week, um, you know, one of these sideline reporters interviewed Aaron Donald and they told him that uh, they were playing the Seahawks in the first round. and He just immediately was licking his lips. He's like, good. That's who we wanted. Uh, I think he's got something in store for him. Uh, Ramsey's matched up particularly well with DK Metcalf all year long, and I think we've seen that uh, he's the key to stopping that offense. Uh, The only thing to really be nervous about, I guess, is the one or two games a year that Tyler Lockett goes off. Uh, And I can tell you, as a Tyler Lockett fantasy owner, uh, those one or two games do not make up for the other 14 So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that if I'm going to have to put the upset siren on any NFC team, I'm going to have to give it to the Rams. I think there's 17 to 12 potential here for a a little upset win.
1: I mean, listen, this is a game, I know it was last note, but like it has all the makings of the upset. The divisional game, you know, I'm a big fan of those division upsets. Tachi absolutely is the nail on the head. Like they do have a better overall team, just not the quarterback, and that's what's worrying. And we've seen DK Metcalf be shut down against Jalen Like he's clearly the best corner still in the league. And with that, let's move it on to the Bucks. My my boy, Tom Brady taking on Chase Young and the Washington Football Team. Um, that Sunday night game was atrocious between the Washington Football Team and the Eagles. Uh, they barely won against a team that was really trying to roll over, which was pretty funny. Um, I guess the better question is does Washington have any shot in this game?
2: Let's do a whip around. If we all say no, then I think it's, you know, it's, it's, I think for these last two games, if we all say no, then it's not worth spending all that much time on. Them, unfortunately, uh, I say, so, no, I don't think Washington has a chance.
1: So the, I would say no, but the only thing that I would add is historically Brady under pressure is nowhere near the same quarterback and chase young is the guy that can get there. And so we've seen it's coming from the NFC East too. The times where you lose in the playoffs is the Giants with a great pass rush, the Eagles with a great pass rush. The Washington football team doesn't do that much well, but one thing they do do well is uh, that pass rush with Chase Young. And if Brady only has two seconds and they get him off his spot, um, that passer rating, not that that's a good measure of anything, um, plummets very quickly. But I, yeah, Bucks all day.
2: I can yeah, see I it think... being like ten to three at halftime, where like Young in the court and they pressure him for most of the first half, but then they score right before half, and then coming out of the half they score again, and it's just over at that point. Because we're going
1: to see, Washington listen, we're going to see score. Brady get hit for sure, um, but there's going to be some throws that he gets off, and then Washington's not going to do anything.
0: So dude, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think Brady has um, I don't think he has to play that well for this game to be a blowout. Especially I think. Dude, Easily could be some turnovers on the Washington side, given how Tampa Bay's defense plays. Um, That makes this kind of a blowout game. And and I I really like how Brady's using uh, Godwin these days. Kind of reminds me of the Edelman connection. Um, And so I think, yeah, they're going to win. So how about Chicago at New Orleans? I mean, does, does anyone give the Bears a chance? I can't see Mick Trubisky going into the Superdome and beating Drew Brees in what could be his final game ever as a saint. Um, and destined to be a, a TV broadcaster who doesn't make any mean comments and is just very boring, I think. We're
1: trying to hire Philip, hire Philip Rivers before we get to the game.
0: Or not, sorry, not Philip, dude, Drew Brees. I think Dude, I think it was um, – was it NBC, J-Rob? Didn't someone, like, give him a contract? No, Drew Brees. Oh, yeah. That wasn't Fox? I, I, I forget.
1: Well, anyways, I don't really want to hear what Drew Brees has to say. I don't think it's going to be
0: that Me neither, interesting. dude. No I completely agree. I do think Aaron Rodgers would be an insane commentator. Oh, like, I he, don't, would, I don't not think be he afraid would ever do to, it. Yeah, I, I don't
1: think he would do it. He would not it
0: be get afraid in trouble. to rip some guys, but that yeah, would be no. awesome to watch. We sure. could rivers
2: talk and i think rivers would be a lot better than breeze and i think you know he'd be a pretty close second to Romo, honestly with some of the, the color that he could throw in there if you guys have ever seen a phil rivers mic'd
0: up segment those are pretty amazing so i would i would yeah I, I would like to up. see phil rivers on monday night football yeah but
2: as oh. far as the bears winning this game to transition back to it uh i don't see it i'm sorry um it, I think the the big issue here is that the Bears made the playoffs, and therefore there's going to be uh, momentum to get Mitch another season next year. I would I would rather see Ryan Fitzpatrick quarterback in the Bears next year than I would another year of Trubisky. Uh, but you guys think Ryan Fitzpatrick plays another
1: year? I n- I know this is really off topic from the uh, the playoffs, but I, I think it's interesting.
0: I think he definitely I mean, plays another year, and I think that Miami should trade to uh, and draft a quarterback in try to do what they did last year with Tua with Zach Wilson, but I'm a huge Zach Wilson fan, but uh, we'll get to NFL draft stuff at another date, but um, all right. dude,
2: the well, that's Trubisky, all the memes. We don't think dude, so. The, we don't
0: the think one thing, have a chance. Dude, the one thing on Nick Strabisky, same thing as Jared Goff, it's time to move on. He's not good. Find someone else. It's really not that hard. Like, Stop giving him so many chances but I'm okay, to go for it there. It's hard
2: to admit defeat. It's hard to admit defeat, but there's not that many quarterbacks who can win for you. So I'm in complete agreement there, uh, but we got some big picture playoff stuff to look at now. Um, first of all, uh, you know, quarterbacks win championships. And uh, I think that this year is one of the most interesting years we've ever had with playoff quarterbacks. So uh, there's a lot of, Old guys who have had a lot of previous success. There's a lot of young guys who have had a lot of current success. Uh, so, just wanted to briefly have everyone run down their top five and who they think is going to get the job done this postseason. And we'll go, we'll go from five to one here, uh, and and just you know sixty seconds each. Tosh, shout us out here.
0: Okay, you want me to do my five through one, all of them, or just uh, just give you my number five right here? Here. Now, we'll go we'll go numbers at a time. So who's your five? Yeah, my five is uh is Russell Wilson and I think he's been not playing that great as of late and I think the Rams D might give him some trouble, but he's still had so much success in the past. He's just such a threat, uh, moving around in the pocket, and you know when the time comes down, dude, in the fourth quarter, there's not many guys you'd rather have than Russell Wilson. So I'm taking him over like Drew Brees, Big Ben, Phil Rivers. Lamar, I just don't think he can he can throw, and uh, Tannehill was the guy who's close, but I, I just trust Russ more, so he's at number five for me.
2: righty well, I've got actually Brady at five, believe it or not. Um, I love Tom, don't get me wrong. Uh, I think that. Uh, he's playing some of the best football of his past couple seasons here, uh, excepting maybe that Super Bowl run a couple years ago. Uh, and he has, I think, having Evans is going to be a big key. Uh, if he's not ready to go, then we're in some serious danger in there. Uh, but I still believe in the in the 43 year old, and I, I've I've got him uh, at least winning the, uh, his first round matchup here. So I'm going to stick him at number five.
0: Dude, I I yeah. I, I think that's just too low and. I think Brady's the greatest quarterback ever, and he's won six Super Bowls. And I can't believe I have to tell this to two Pats fans, but uh, that's that's the goat we're talking about. And it um, is. Jay, yeah, I've I'm already serious. heard this take, but I have to get it out to Jerry. And then I, swear I'm done with my Pat stuff for yeah. a while. But uh, yeah, dude, maybe getting rid of Brady wasn't the best idea. <laughs> Like he's oh, a really no, no, no.
1: good quarterback. Definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, but he, he wanted a new challenge. It was his decision to move on just as much as the teams, which sucks. Um it sucks. I, obviously like I would love to never see Brady play another uniform out, you know. But there's not much we can we can do about this point. No point in fretting. Instead though, I'll give you my number five. Kind of put this together last minute on the fly here, so we'll see what you think. I have Ryan Tannehill as my fifth best quarterback in the playoffs that you want. And the way I'm doing this is kinda like who you would take to win a, uh, a playoff game. If it was just like the one game, kind of who's leading your team. Uh, and Tanner's had a great year. Uh, I'm not sure the Titans can get past the Ravens. We just talked about, but he, I mean, he looks awesome. And so he's at, he's at my number five right now. He can throw, he can scoot too. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but then I
2: mean, he's got some wheels um, and uh, he, he's hot. He's hot. Former college receiver. In case you haven't heard the yeah, uh, yeah, 17, that's true. 17 different we'll podcasts. We'll bring that's that cool. up at some point this year.
0: I like I like Tannehill. I just like we saw what happened when he played in Lambeau against a good defense a few weeks ago. Like, kind of looked out of sorts. So I like Tannehill, but I don't know if I'd have him in my top five.
2: I got him in the six seven range. Uh, I I don't know who I'd take out of my top five to put him in, but I do like him, and I think the Titans have potential to win a couple games again this postseason as well. Uh,
0: but okay, let's go to my, number
2: four here. Yeah, yeah my
0: my my number four is actually your guys' boy. You guys have been hyping them off all season, and it's Patrick Mahomes. Um, and I know he's the consensus best quarterback ever, whatever, but dude, if you've been looking at the last few weeks, he's just not been playing well. Like Flat out not been playing that great. He makes some insane plays. He also makes some big mistakes. And um, he's really good, but I just think these other dudes are playing better than he is at the moment. And um and I'm I like Mahomes. I think he makes some insanely amazing plays, unlike anyone else who've ever been around. But dude, I think the Chiefs are gonna lose in the playoffs and I think they're gonna lose because he makes a mistake or two and their defense won't be able to stop another team. So I'm gonna have Mahomes at number four right now. Um, J Rod, should you or
1: I tell him that that's way too uh,
0: It's it's
2: lunacy. Um, First of all, I don't think even Brady, in his heart of hearts, would have Brady ahead of Mahomes right now. Uh, He's the king in the castle right now. So uh, you know, as long as he's still, as long as he's still holding the infinity gauntlet, you can't possibly have him outside the top three. But we'll come back to him because he's
0: rather much later on my list than yours. Yeah, he's definitely higher.
2: Dude, (laughs) he didn't have to.
0: If he didn't get to play Jimmy G in the Super Bowl last year, he would have thrown two picks, and everyone would have thought that this guy's reckless and makes too many mistakes, and blah blah blah. The narrative would be way different. But dude, he's obviously amazing, and we're. Brady's thrown two course. picks
2: in the Super Bowl
0: and one before too. Like who cares? He's
2: it's it's one game. One of those picks went off his receiver's hand. Like it happens. He, and he won. I think we need to throw that out there again. He won. You can't use a Super Bowl that a quarterback yeah. won. as evidence against him that he's not good. It doesn't that's work that right. no way.
1: That's Yeah, that's just not how that works. Also, gents, I have a correction for you guys. Tannehill's actually not in my top five play- quarterbacks in the playoffs. Um, I've mm. forgotten somebody. So he's actually bumped out. My fifth one is actually Josh Allen, um, who's basically just a better Ryan than Tannehill. So we don't <laughs> really have to cover that too much. I think it's pretty self-explanatory how he, who he is and how he's plays.
2: So, yeah, I've, got, I've, got will, I've got Wilson four. Uh, so, Jerry, who do you have for?
1: I mean, I think we're splitting hairs in the top four. I think my four has got to be Tom Brady. Uh, yeah. I think that's where he settles. I see three quarterbacks, as I'm looking at this, ahead of him. Uh, partially due to age, partially due to mobility. Um, but, I mean, it's so hard to pick against Tom Brady, like in the playoffs especially. But I do – I do have him ahead of uh, Josh Allen and Ryan Tannehill as the guy you want, so I like I like the guys I have ahead of him, and I like where I have Tom Brady coming in at number four. It's uh, it's a great list we got going on here.
2: It's, it's uh, interesting. My, my little sheet. <laughs> so I would have so, thought that we all would have had the same guys in the top three. I forgot that Tosh uh, is just the, the most delusional Mahomes. Mahomes for no re- it's yeah, it's, it's no a delusional reason. Mahomes take. It truly really is, uh, so I forgot about that, but Uh, The guy that I thought was going to be in in both of your top threes uh, is the guy that Jerry just mentioned. It's Josh Allen, who I have third. Um, Christened him the fireball flamethrower in the past couple editions of TMB. Uh, Shout out my buddy Charles Grappi from college for coming up with that nickname. Uh, He is slinging the rock right now. Uh, He makes two or three throws every week. Um, And really, it's just him and Mahomes at this point who make two or three throws every week where you just drop your jaw uh, and I I think that there's a lot to be said for how hot they're coming in, and uh, his confidence level just being at an all-time high. So I've got Josh Allen third right now.
1: I, I mean, head-on, I think it's a little high. It's a, I don't know. It's a little overrated for my liking. Um, I mean, dude, he shit the bet against the Texans last year, eh, when the lights shine brightest, and I, I don't even know if the lights were shining that bright. I mean, it was the first round. Um, I mean, I, mean, I think back. you have to
2: draw a line. You have to draw a line in the sand with Josh Allen because he never was that good before this year. He never broke 60% completion percentage at any yeah, level. All right, if you, listen, if you, I'm
1: 68.
0: going...
1: Sure, I mean, if you're taking just this season the sample size, he's having a hell of a year. Um, but I still think there's three guys, or four guys, I guess with Brady's in the fourth, that I want, you know, over him with, I guess, this season and body work. And I guess with Brady, the talent around him doesn't hurt, even though I'm kind of trying yeah. to do it by quarterback. Uh, but my number three is Russell Wilson, who, as I would say, is a more experienced Josh Allen. He, he runs around, throws it deep. Um, I like his, his, uh, his weapons this season. And I know there's a bunch of MVP talk, and clearly he's not going to be the MVP. But, Josh, you just mentioned earlier in the pod like, how exciting he is in come playoff time. Like He's always close. Um, you want him bringing your team back, like lobbing it up deep and uh, making that, that last-minute Hail Mary or whatever those weird calls that always go his way. Uh, I mean I think we've all learned not to bet against Russ and come playoff time. So, he's definitely definitely in my top 3 for for this season's playoff
2: Can you tell me the last time the Seahawks were in the NFC Championship? Uh to was it against the Packers
1: in, uh was it 2017 or was it the Niners one? Was 2014. It's 2014. Uh, been in recently yeah. or recently. Was it have they not been in it since 2014?
2: They have not even been in it since since uh the uh, the Marshawn Lynch play, uh, so I think there's just this perception because. Wait, you're talking Wild really Card Weekend? Career. Are you
1: talking about NFC the championship game?
2: They haven't made it to the championship game oh, since wow. that year. Yeah, so I think we've we've become accustomed to just like saying, "Oh, there'll be a factor," and then maybe they win one game, but they haven't really made noise in a long time.
0: And Russ hasn't been playing that well late, which is why I have them at number five. But um, my yeah, number yeah. three is. Is, is the same as you, Jay Roberts, Josh Allen, and he's just been playing great football. Um, really just swinging it all over. I think the, the biggest difference when you guys are talking about him, his performance last year, I mean, the biggest difference is Stephon Diggs. I mean, whenever he's in trouble, he's going to be looking Stephon Diggs his way. And if you can get the ball in Stephon Diggs' hands, like that, you're going to, your offense is going to be good. Um, and, and so that's going to be a nice blanket for, as well as Cole Beasley. Um, He's a huge quarterback helper too. So, and I really like what Brian Dable is doing up there. I, dude, I really want the Chargers to hire Brian Dable. I think him with Justin Herbert could be dangerous. Um, well, dangerous. Just, you just
1: interviewed Don't <laughs> sleep on my <a> boy, Russ.
2: <laughs> well, if you're really hoping for the Chargers to do the right thing, uh, they did give an interview to Jason Garrett today. So, I'm not sure if we can count on them to do it. Oh, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I really hope that they uh, either go after Dable hard or or somebody else with a, a you know a proven offensive track record. Uh, Garrett is not that guy.
0: And, and you know, Anthony Lynn came from Buffalo, so you know that they're not going to hire another Buffalo offensive coordinator to replace him. So you know they're messing that one up. Um, my number two, I'll just say it right now, is is the uh, goat. It's Tom Brady. The guys won six Super Bowls. I can't believe you guys had him as low as you did. At least you, j Rob. Um, we're we're
1: overcorrecting, man. We're overcorrecting as trying to be objective. Pass him here.
0: <laughs> the guy's the best quarterback ever. He's the GOAT. He's got six rings, and he is playing with great receivers. And he's been looking amazing. And I am terrified to play him as a Packer fan. So really hope the Rams. See, so you
2: telling me. You're telling me that you. Would if you had a one game season you'd rather play the Chiefs than you would the Bucks? you think there's a better chance you beat the Chiefs than the Bucks?
0: No fucking way. Not necessarily. But I think <laughs> So then why is
2: Brady two spots ahead of Mahomes when all things being equal, Mahomes is a bigger part of the Chiefs? Mahomes
1: than is a the better Bucs. quarterback right now than Tom because Brady. Is, it doesn't mean dude, it doesn't put,
2: mean Tom Brady's
1: not more clutch than Patrick Mahomes. That's all.
0: If you put if you put uh Brady on the Chiefs, I would be so terrified of that offense. Tim to Kelsey. Are you... Wow. <laughs> that I got oh Gary God, excited. You're getting going on now. I'm going to get it. This Brady is absurd. The... Ooh. Ooh. Dude, I, this I, is absurd. I, I also... You not... They
1: wouldn't have lost to the Raiders. They'd be 16-0 right now. <laughs> I'm not to
0: too... They would have lost to somebody.
2: They would have I'm lost to not...
0: the Falcons or something stupid. Dude, I'm not too afraid of the Chiefs, though, to be honest. Or I mean, the Saints. I
2: Maybe the the Saints who have yeah. kicked Tom Brady's ass yeah. twice this year, you don't think they might have lost to them? Like this is this is absurd. Yeah. I, I can't believe we're having this conversation. But Brady's, one thing Brady's
1: not doing. Brady's not scooting on on third and six for seven yards with Patrick Mahomes sticking the ball out <laughs> like on the sideline. Third and that At least like two times a game.
2: <laughs> yeah, or you know, moving around the pocket for ten seconds and firing a sidearm dart to Kelsey on third and twenty. Like I I don't know what we're yeah. doing here, but.
0: Brady's here, too. We got
1: it. Uh, two, yeah, he's the greatest quarterback ever. <laughs> My two, Tosh, It's funny. We flip-flop. I got your quarterback in number two, Aaron Rodgers. Um, that's a bad man. I mean, he has the body of work, and he's having one of the all-time seasons. He's going to be the MVP. He's hot. Home field goes through Lambo. I'm not bending against a bad man. So, yeah, look out. Go, Paco.
2: Yeah. We're splitting hairs. We're splitting hairs here one and two for me. Um I'm also gonna put Rogers too. I hate to disappoint uh to the Mahomes hater in the crowd here. Um I got Rogers too. Uh I think that at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, I'm gonna trust the guy who is the defending Super Bowl M V P and the defending champ, uh, over a guy who hasn't been to the Super Bowl in ten years. Uh but I love Rogers. Yeah, but that's uh, a lot of bad coaching is, for, for yeah, Rogers, it is. And I he hate, finally I has hear, the yeah. coaching. Mean, he has the weapons, like he's I, I've got them coming out of the NFC. I, I think that the NFC is the easier conference and I think they're coming out of it. And I think you know it's one A and one B, but I've just got Rogers one B right now. I don't know
1: if it's the better conference. Like I think that the NFC is more competitive, but the AFC is more top-heavy. Is that
2: no? That's what I'm saying. I think. You know. no, I think the Packers oh, yeah. are gonna waltz through the NFC. I really do. Oh, got I you. Got you. Cool. Okay. I think that the Bucks are the only team that really scares them right now at all. Like I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna cakewalk through the Super Bowl. I really
0: do. Yeah, the Bucks do worry me as Packers fan. I mean, in and, and a lot of things do have to happen for the Bucks to, uh, even though it's probably the most likely scenario, a lot of things have to happen for them to actually end up playing the Packers next week. So, um, definitely rooting for that to not happen. Um, and and yeah, well, we've talked is, about it. Yeah. And so well, we've I mean, we've got we've got Rogers really well. So yeah, uh, Rogers is my one. I mean, he's been playing really well. And the Lafleur offense is just perfect for him because um, he can check to whatever he thinks is best at the line. The running game works really well, and the pass game it's playing perfectly off that running game. So you you know any team with shaky linebackers or shaky slot corners, there's just anything up the middle is just going to be absolutely shredded. Um, and and yeah, I mean, it worried me a little that David Bautiyari's out. I think that's gonna. I mean, when you're your, your blindside, yeah, when your blindside guy is not there to protect you, like even if the blocking isn't that much worse, you know that there's thought in the back of your mind about just some freaking six 290 hundred ninety pound dude just walloping your back without you even knowing it. Um, so he, he it looked pretty good against the Bears last week. So. Uh, we'll keep tabs on that, but yeah, Rogers, my number one, and he's the MVP. Uh, Lafleur brought him back, being playing like that bad man, and so I, I really actually give a lot of credit to Lafleur for that. But uh, yeah, Rogers, my number one, and uh, I mean, you guys have Mahomes on.
2: Yeah,
1: Jared, we got the same number one on this one. It's no brainer.
2: It is. He's that guy right now. I I, I get that he had. Two weeks where he wasn't Superman, he was just really, really good, and they won. I think we should keep mentioning that they've won 10 games in a row that he's played quarterback. Uh, Let's talk about his brief postseason career so far. Five games, 4-1 and record. 13 passing touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns, two interceptions, no fumbles lost. Uh, He does fumbles. He has fumbled six times, which is a little worrisome. uh, But he hasn't lost any of them. So I'm guessing a bunch of those were either out of bounds or fell right back in his guy's lap or whatever. Um, And I just—he's that dude. He threw five touchdowns and zero interceptions in their first playoff game this year. He's gonna do something like that again to whoever, whatever poor soul has to go into Arrowhead. Uh, And I think that. Um, there's a lot of weird stuff with that team this year. I have yet to really see them turn it on. Uh, but the reason they are 14-1 and one is really their, their true record and the reason they did earn that first-round Uh And the reason he didn't have a chance to win MVP because he just took the last week off because he earned it. Uh, that's why I've got him at number one.
0: Dude, I agree that you are what your record says you are. But, like, if you've watched the Chiefs the last few weeks, they're not playing great football. They're just not. Yeah, but, oh, they but that's have not an
1: indictment okay, No, and they don't have to. Like, they could, I mean, they have the on off switch. I, I think so, anyways. I mean, I don't think it's a good idea to rely on that and get down early, but dude, they were down big in each of the games last postseason. And what did they do in the second half? They came out and scored 21 points in like five minutes. And then, like, they could be down and look terrible for three quarters. You tell me you're going to keep that offense down for four quarters, no shot.
0: I agree, but yeah, also to look at the defenses they played in the, in the play. I mean, they played they played Tennessee's defense, who is terrible, and they played Houston's defense, who is also terrible. So, I mean, I'm interested to see Mahomes against a legit defense in the playoffs and like so what 86, that game looked like.
2: 86 points and 8 touchdowns against 2 bad defenses seems
0: Dude, he's right insane, to me. He, he's <laughs> obviously insane. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. But I just have my sensors up on Not how that the he's playing best. and how he's playing, and we'll see how it shakes out. But they're going to have to play better than they've been playing. I think we can all agree on that. They're going to have to be better than they've been playing to win the Super Bowl.
2: And I think they will. But let's get into that because uh, we've been through our top fives, and now it's it's time before we do your uh, your typical gambling segments here to – to give a little sneak peek of who we think is going to be in that game in Tampa in four weeks time. So uh, let's, let's get the matchups and then we'll, we'll call the winners from there. But uh, Tosh. Let
1: me get let's me first. Get I think it's boring. I think it, my picks is really, really boring. Uh, I think it's super chalk. Like I think that what well, you said, the Packers is the best team. Rodgers have an MVP season, and the difference between this season and the last couple seasons with with Rodgers and the Packers are the defense is a little bit better. They have a much better coach in LeFleur, and now home field goes through Lambeau Field. I think that trifecta is pretty, pretty tough to beat. Um, The team that has the best shot, I think, to upset them is, of course, Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers. If they can figure it out, put all the pieces together with Tom Brady, tough to bet against, but, you know, we haven't seen Brady. uh, I I shouldn't have not seen him look sharp. He's looked great last couple of weeks against bad defenses, but we have seen them lose in the playoffs the last couple of years. It does happen, you know, as shocking as it is. And then the AFC. Um, I'm a Bills hater. Have been all season. There's no way I'm picking them. I don't see any other team. The Steelers don't have a good run game. Um, the Colts, no way they get there. Lamar is not going to be winning a Super Bowl this season. Although I do think he wins a game. Um, I've got to go chalk with the Chiefs on this one. And I, I mean, Josh, I, I think you're going to disagree on who I have winning it if we want to get there. Uh, but i like the Chiefs to take it all once again go back-to-back, back. the first team to do it since Tom Brady's Patriots did it.
2: Yeah, um, I'll I'll follow from there. So I wanted to say Bills-Bucks really bad. And I think if you were to bet that in Vegas right now, you'd still get pretty good odds. Uh, and I think those are the two teams with the best chance to upset. Uh, but that being said, the home field advantage has always meant a ton in the playoffs, and particularly the first-round bye. Uh, We've seen two seeds go into one seeds and win, uh, most notably the Pats a couple years ago. But having that first round by and then getting to play two games at home as your path to the Super Bowl is just such an overwhelming advantage when everyone else has to play three. Uh, And I think those are two really good home teams uh, in cold weather as well. Uh, So I'm also going to pick Chiefs Packers. Uh, But I'm actually going to shock everyone here and go Packers as my Super Bowl champs, and I don't like to do it. And I think Mahomes is better than Rodgers, but I think that something weird happens in that Super Bowl. Uh, I think the Chiefs do get down, and I think they make a furious comeback attempt, and Mahomes throws for like five touchdowns. But I will say, Packers I'm just it out.
1: I'm pissed we never got to see Brady Rodgers in the Super Bowl. I mean, we we're so close, so many years to doing that, and the Seahawks are only Rodgers could have gotten
2: there, man. Like, I know, like, I know. Rangers but I gotten mean, gotten there.
1: listen, I'm willing to settle for for uh, Mahomes and Rodgers. That's a pretty good matchup too.
2: That'd be phenomenal,
0: but I'm guessing Dude, Tasha's so, going a different direction. So, uh, just about the potential Packers-Chiefs uh, Super Bowl. That would be a rematch of the first Super Bowl that the Packers won, and um, the Packers. How the Packers, uh, the Packers second, yeah, the Packers secondary though is, is actually pretty good, and their defense has been playing great. So, I think that um, that would be an. I think that would be a good matchup for us. I don't think the chiefs would be able to stop us. Um, so it would be a shootout. And I think our defense might be a little bit better than theirs, um, but I'm not picking that. Um, and of course I really, I mean, I hope the Packers go there. I think we have the best shot, but it would not surprise me at all. If Tampa Bay beat us in round two. So like I said uh, before, definitely rooting for them to lose or the Rams or the bears. Come on, if the bears could just, Pull it out for, for one time just to really help us. Um, that would be great, but <laughs> don't count don't on see it. it happening. But yeah, I mean, road to the Super Bowl is not supposed to be easy. It's not supposed to be cakewalk. And playing Tampa, a team that we lost by 28 to earlier this year, um, would definitely be a, a good way to exercise some of these postseason demons and get off, get on a good start to uh, the Super Bowl trek. So I think if we win that Tampa game. I do think we'll probably go to the Super Bowl. Um, and from the AFC side, I think the Bills. I mean, I've been on the Bills for a while now. I saw the Bills Rams game. What was that like week three? I think. And I've been hyping them up ever since. Josh Allen looked so good in that game. And I was like, all right, this guy is actually a legit quarterback now. I'm not sure how the rest of their team is, but um, it, the rest of their team's proved to be good. I think their defense is playing better. They are just hung a like a 40, 50 burger on the, on the dolphins. And, um, and, and yeah, I'm going to pick the bills. I think that I don't, I don't think the chiefs are going to be able to stop the bills. Uh, we saw this game earlier this year. Um, that was like the monsoon game. And I think it was just a little bit weird and it was kind of, a, I think the bills from that game, the bills know they can compete with the chiefs and, um, and they're going to go in the arrowhead. They're going to beat the chiefs. They're going to go to the Super Bowl, and they're going to lose their fifth Great Super Bowl that they've gone to. So I got the Packers winning it
2: all. I will say that game was in Buffalo, uh, and Clyde Edwards-Zlayer did run for like 170 yards. So that wouldn't be the same formula uh, coming into Kansas City. I think. Yeah, that. that's just not um, going to happen. Obviously, the Bills are a much different team than they were then, but the fact that it is in KC and the fact that Mahomes didn't really go off that first game against them I means I think he's got something in store for them if they do end up meeting.
0: Yeah. One thing too on the I think the Bills almost wanted to lose that game to the to the Dolphins. I think they would have rather played the Dolphins than the Colts, but the Dolphins just sucked so bad that they uh that that they won or that the Dolphins lost. But they
2: Buffalo wouldn't have played won. the Dolphins. They would have let the Dolphins in, but they would have been playing probably Baltimore if that had been the case. It
1: did so, seem um, like Buffalo won. wanted to lose that game though. I, definitely, I don't think definitely. they
0: wanted to play the coach. They wanted to lose, so they scored 35 points in the first half? How is that possible? Well, I don't think the players did, but I think that, like, the Buffalo Brass, not even the coaching staff, more like the GM and them, who were probably told the coaching staff to sit those guys in the second half, was, like, thinking we don't want to play Indy. Um, and Indy would be my one sleeper team to go to the uh, – far, But I, I don't think they're going to win. But if I, I, I think had to keep up, one,
2: they were up 35 13 at half and just wanted to rest Josh Allen. I think that's a crazy kick. Because Miami would have been
0: the five seed. The Miami uh, would have been the go. five seed if they got in. So, and they the wouldn't Cleveland have Cleveland been the seven, though? I think. Would it have been Cleveland? I guess.
2: Well, yeah, I suppose everyone would have been 11 and 5, so I suppose they would have had Cleveland instead of Baltimore. But yeah, I think both. I think the Bills have just been in this mindset of let's run up the score and crush everybody we can and feel good about ourselves heading into the postseason. So that's where I think
0: that game was coming from. Yeah. Um, all right, Jerry, you want to do some picks, or what? How, how should we do these playoff picks? We haven't really talked about this. Even um, upsets that you like, or
1: um, not. Particularly, but there's got to be one or two with six wild card playoff games. Uh, uh, there's gonna be, let me tell you, it's you not going to be. It's not going to be not the Cleveland. Uh, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah,
0: cross them <laughs> I, off. I
1: I highly don't think it's going to be the uh, Washington Football Team, even if Alex Smith plays. Um, the the one that's the biggest spread actually kind of intrigues me: the Bears and New Orleans. I I mean, New Orleans has some heartbreaking history. Um, and Cleo Mack and Drew Brees. And tomorrow States. might not play. And Michael yeah, Thomas. and Michael Thomas is supposed to come back, but I don't know. Like, I I, I don't know if Dude, I One, one of those I'm NFC gonna teams Shibitzhi. is
0: going to lose. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's got to be the Rams and the Bears are going to win. It's not both. I think it's one of those two.
0: I, I agree. And I think, I mean, Tennessee is a very, I think one of Tennessee Rams and in Bears. So, the thing I think is, though, I might
1: t- so with Tennessee. Tennessee's like the obvious one out of all of these games, which is why I think it's not going to happen as the upset. I think the Ravens are going to win cuz everyone's going to be on Tennessee and when everyone's on the one side, it never goes that way. So, I don't think it's I don't think Tennessee's going to win this game.
0: So, is Baltimore your lock of the week? Cuz I'll gladly take Pittsburgh minus 6.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> give me give me Baltimore. I, I don't know about minus two money line, I'll take Baltimore for sure. Let's do it. All all right, right, so, so you're...
0: the week though?
1: Yeah, Baltimore, for sure. I like them winning this game. I've been talking about all pods. I mean, Steelers are obviously like the, lo- the super lock of the week. Um,
0: uh, I'll like, take Steelers minus six is my lock of the week. You can jump on the bandwagon if you'd like.
1: On I'm, the I'm bandwagon, I'm, a, I'm spearheading the, the effort that they're losing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Pittsburgh minus six is my lock, and then my upset, I'm going to go with the Rams. I think the Rams might win this game. I think uh, McVay's... A- better coach than pete carroll and their defense is better and I, I like what you were saying j-rob when the best player on the field is looking his chops you gotta like his chances so uh, i'm going with and he Don might be Olfrey the best and the but Rams. he's
2: got he might be the best but he's got three to four guys right behind him when you talk about ramsey and and quinn and brockers and all these other guys who are also looking their chops
0: so i like that pick troy hill former duck all right, Jared, pick my
1: upset. Who who do you like? I'll put it on the graphic for you. What do you got? Well,
2: I, I mean, you you are you took Baltimore as your lock, so I would have uh, said. you want to
1: Tennessee? Shit, I would have said yeah.
2: either the either the Rams or the Titans. I think one of those teams wins. Uh, and I think that if you're looking for a backup, uh, I don't know where you're turning at this point. I mean, you're not going to pick against the Bills, are you? No, I'm
1: not going to pick against want, the Bills this week. The
0: Bills are losing quite a bit. I kind of like
2: get
1: Chicago. frisky and risky yeah. with Trubisky this week.
0: I kind of do. I kind of do. <laughs> Man, right, the, you Bears. Know what, the Bears might
1: win. Who no. knows? Gosh, you it's made good. you made the uh, well, they got a kicker now, so yeah, they might. Um, uh, you made you made the ballsy pick, pick the Jets one week. It was a week too soon on your upset, uh, and you pulled the trigger. So I'm gonna go with the Bears. Fuck it, let's do it. Um, uh, <laughs> that's the upset. I don't I don't think the Saints uh are pulling it out.
0: I like that. If Especially you're looking to win money
2: this week, yeah. I mean, if you're looking to win money this week, I mean, you've got a Pittsburgh Buffalo teaser staring you right in the face, where all those two teams have
0: to do is win.
2: So oh,
1: Pittsburgh! No, Pittsburgh and Buffalo go. are going to win. That's definitely yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Dude, but everyone's going to pick that, which makes me a little bit worried about Indy. But we've talked about it already, so. But yeah. not Pittsburgh so minus six is my lock. Jerry's lock would be. The Baltimore Ravens money Ravens. line. Yep. The the Bears, Ravens the Rams. We're, north. we're about 500 this year. I think we're, I think we're like a little bit positive given the fact that we've got some upsets, upsets, right. On the we're season, making so. you guys money.
1: If you made it this far in the pod, we appreciate the listen. Uh, Jets, if you want to wrap up, we'll get out of here.
0: Yep. So check out everything we've got going on at tv Had a lot of fun reading J Rob's, uh, Tuesday morning blitz and Friday stock watch. Looking forward to uh, reading that after the playoffs this week. Jerry's not to overreacting. he's always got some takes in there. And uh, the two TV top twenty-five um, to last week was this last week. So check that out if you didn't check if you haven't checked it out yet. Um, and then coming up soon is going to be my NBA hot take of the week. I've been known to have some hot takes, uh, and so you guys are going to have a lot of fun debating me on those so uh Rob, thanks for joining Gary, thanks for uh being on the pod and uh peace